If you're enjoying fruit, don't forget season two is on Stitcher Premium right now. Just go to stitcherpremium.com slash fruit. The following is based on true events. Names and locations have been changed to protect all involved. It was our final game before the playoffs. This is it! Make it count! Yes, coach! And here's Princeton, who's quickly become a fan favorite, starting off as Los Angeles' starting running back for tonight's game. And this is an important one for him, Skip. He's coming off the heels of an exciting comeback in game 15, where he averaged 6.2 yards per play. That's right, Terrell. And better for the team that he performed as well as he did after that embarrassing show by Kareem Reem Masterson. I mean, Princeton is dynamic. He's able to read the coverage and find his lanes through the defense. Reem is just lacking the vision of a successful running back. Well, Princeton is indeed the player to watch tonight. I could feel it. This was it. This was a game that would make or break my football career. As I positioned myself for the first snap of the quarter, I thought about all the eyes watching me right now, including Gerard's. Yep, I invited Gerard to see me play that night. It was a bold move. Out there, on the field, I knew he was watching me. I just hadn't counted on the other pair of eyes watching me from the sidelines. My agent, Charles Barclay had called me in earlier in the week to discuss contract negotiations between myself and the agency. I knew Sia would be in the office, so I texted her I would be there. Look who it is. The man of the hour, our starting running back. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Thank you. I think I speak for all of us at the agency when I say you have outdone yourself on that field. I'm talking beast mode. And now that you're entering a new phase in your pro career, it's time your profile off-field matched your performance on-field. What does that mean exactly? I'm talking endorsements, X. You've got the skills, you've got the personality, and the looks to match. And listen, you guys make it to playoffs. We're talking contract offers from every major brand in the market. Wow. Well, that's incredible. I mean, you... What do you think we can make that happen? Are you kidding? We've got every major brand and sponsor on our MailChimp newsletter waiting for the next IT athlete. And you think that's me? Well, it's still early in your career. Nothing's ever set in stone. But trajectory rise? Hell yes, we can make it happen. You just make sure your work stays on point and that your personal life doesn't affect your brand. My brand? Of course. Wouldn't want that. <laughs> no, we wouldn't. We shook hands. He handed me the contract to sign. You know, I felt good about my prospects. But my brand wasn't something I'd even thought about. My goals within the league were one thing, but to be what Barclay was talking about, these days, to be a top athlete in the league means to be an All-American, profitable and marketable athlete and so much of that consists of how you live your life off the field the money isn't just what you endorse they can literally dictate what you say how you act and what you do on your free time as long as it's in the public eye i mean it's almost restricting because one wrong move or one move just contradictory to the fans their market and you're done and i just invited gerard to see me play the most important game of my career somehow i felt ready for that move but I wasn't so sure if the country would be ready should things move beyond that. Mr. Barclay, you wanted to... Oh, hey, X. Hey, it was Sia. Barclay had caught her in, but I wasn't sure why. 
from the looks of it, neither was she. But she looked happy to see me, so I guess I was a plus. I stood up to greet her, and in the most discreet way possible, she grabbed my hand and squeezed it. Yes, see ya. Uh, give us a few moments, would you, X? Just look that over, and I'll be right back. They stood in the space adjacent to his office with the glass door shut, but I could still make out their conversation. We need to let her go. Let who? Alex. She needs to go. Don't try to fight me on it. The decision goes above me. The partners need to see someone take the fall for this. Wait, I don't understand. I just went on national television and explained in detail how both she and Marshall were the victims of a doctored photo. Was she inebriated when that photo was taken? At this point, it shouldn't matter. She found the person who took and doctored the photo. If it wasn't for her, Marshall wouldn't have been able to even play in the game in which he scored a winning touchdown. His team is headed to the playoffs because of him. Now they want to sack her? Was she drinking or not? Sir, See ya. You know this agency's reputation is directly tied to our clients, as you stated on national television. Well, newsflash. That same idea applies to its staff. Your assistant caused an avalanche of embarrassment for this agency. Their words. And their partners do not care that she saw their own fuck up. They only care that it doesn't happen again. And it won't. Trust me. No one has been harder on her than me. If I thought she didn't deserve to be here, she wouldn't be. Alex deserves a second chance. Listen, I can talk to the partners myself and show them that see, she... This is what I've always liked about you. I start off by saying, don't try to fight me, and yet here you are, ready to take on the partners. I'd hate to lose that, you know? You're good, see ya. Don't let her be the cross you die on. What does that mean? That was called an ultimatum. You have two choices. It can either be her or you and her. Now, whose career matters most, hmm? I know my answer. This is not fair. Be sure to let the partners know your thoughts. Whatever you decide. Make sure it's done by the end of the week. I caught up with Sia later to see if she was okay. I hadn't seen much of her in the past couple weeks leading up to that day. I was also spending so much time with Gerard that I hadn't noticed. I mean, it made me feel a bit guilty. But hearing Sia go to bat for Alex made me respect when she had to put up with her job so much more. When I walked up to her office... I saw the same frustrated Sia I had grown accustomed to over the last few weeks. Hey, Sia. Hey. Didn't know you'd be here today. I texted you. Oh. Yeah. Listen, um, are you okay? <sighs> you know what? I'm not okay. Yeah, overheard. You want to talk about it? No. Not right now. I just need time to think. I walked over to her desk and sat down in front of her. I knew she knew what she had to do. But I could see how much it bothered her. I mean, I didn't really know what to do. But felt, as a guy dating her, I had to do something. So I decided to kiss her. And that decision backfired. X! What are you doing? Not here. People will see us. Right. Sorry. <laughs> and I was just trying to... I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to make her feel better. But I should have known not to go for such a public display of affection in her own workplace. <laughs> Ricky move. But she did grab my hand. No, I know. I'm sorry. I have a lot on my mind. But I'm really excited for you, though. Big game. 
Yeah, I can't believe it's really happening. <laughs> yep, and I'll be there to see it. Actually, it would be the perfect break I need from all the politics in this office. I swear. You gonna be there? Uh, at the game? Your first time as the starting running back? Of course. Why would I not be there? And we're back. The game is at a standstill as California repositions its offense at their own three-yard line, fourth and goal. They're down by six and in need of a touchdown in order to advance to the playoffs. With two seconds left of the game, it is all or nothing. They're lining up in a different formation than we've seen tonight. And Winston takes a direct snap. Is he going to try to find a lane or... This was it. This was my moment. All I saw was open real estate. Every player on the defense watched by me like I was untouchable. Like I was meant to make it across that line. And the only thought was, I chose the right path. A pass to Princeton! And oh, Princeton is seeing nothing but green as he fakes out of safety. He's making a run for it. Look at him go! We might be looking at the next team to make it to the playoffs. And here's... Oh! And out of nowhere, I was on my back. Had to have been hit, but I couldn't even tell where the hit came from. All I could tell was that I was down. And I remember thinking, God damn it! Not this shit again! I moved my fingers and limbs to make sure I was okay. Then I remembered if I didn't get back up soon, I'd be back on that bench faster than I just hit the ground in the first place. Man, just like last time. Man, so I immediately popped up. And all I wanted to know at that point is if I made it to the end zone. And after making a play of 95 yards, just feet away from playoff territory, Princeton is taken out at the two-yard line by cornerback Broderick Green, ending their season with a record of 8-8. Eight and eight. Tough loss for this team, Terrell. I had it. It was mine. Man, and then it wasn't. I knew I'd replay that moment over and over and over, probably as much as the sports channel would play it. To come so close to victory knowing that you, at that crucial moment, had the sole responsibility of carrying your team to the other side. And I carried that disappointment for a while. I mean, the field was a frenzy afterwards with reporters trying to snag interviews with the top players. And I had my eyes set on finding Gerard and Sia, who was somewhere out there, hopefully not within the same vicinity of each other, because I hadn't really planned on Sia being there. I mean, I had barely any time to process just what I'd do or say with the two of them to meet. And that is literally when I saw the two of them watching me from the sidelines. See, it was closer to the field, Gerard a few feet behind him, both unaware of each other. I was aware of them. And if that wasn't enough... Hey, Dana Arrowhead from Sports Channel. Tough game just now, but heck of a play. Do you have a second for a quick interview? Who, me? Yeah, you. Uh, yeah. I've never done one of these before. Let's go. I began the interview but watch C. and Gerard out the corner of my eye and start to panic. I never told Gerard about C. and I definitely hadn't mentioned to C. anything about who Gerard was, obviously. Would they recognize each other? When they both spotted me and caught me looking their way, they each must have thought I was looking at just them. I could see Gerard stepping closer to the sideline towards C. so I knew I had to make a move. All right, uh, thanks so much, Danny. Uh, appreciate it. Sia finally felt like she got my attention and waved at me. I waved back. Gerard noticed. At that point, I was just within earshot of them when the Warriors stepped in my way. 
Hey, way to end the season, brother. I saw Sia glance around before landing on Gerard. She kept looking at him. It wouldn't be long before she started talking to him. Thanks, man. I gotta go. So you finally got out of your head and lost the fear. Keep that. Excuse me. We'll make playoffs next season. Hey, you! <laughs> hey! Listen, you all did yourself out there. Again, you are amazing. Thanks. I still lost it for us. I lost it. X, I just watched you do your first on-field report. The team may have lost, but you won. That's gonna count for something. Thanks, Sia. I gave Sia a huge hug but only so that my eyes could look around for Gerard. And he practically vanished. Did he walk away because he saw me with Sia? And I couldn't let him leave without seeing him. I mean, I had to find him. At that moment, I realized Sia was still hanging on to me. Now, Sia, I got a dip. Oh, okay. Well, I'll be around. I know you probably have to get to the locker room. Yeah, uh, I do. Right. I was just thinking we could talk about... <laughs> Never mind. Just text me when you're done. All right. Bye. I rushed off leaving Sia behind. I could tell there was more she wanted to say, but she probably didn't want to seem pushy. I felt a little guilty. But all that guilt washed away the minute I finally found Gerard. He had slinked off to a pocket corner of the hallway where most of the foot traffic went through. He gave me a half smile, which I returned by beaming at him. I mean, it did feel kind of awkward walking up to him because I knew a moment like this required a hug or even a kiss. But instead, he dabbed me up. Like we were just homies. That was different. Were you expecting some huge hug and kiss spectacle? Yeah. Well, maybe. I mean, I wasn't going to sweep you off your feet or nothing. <laughs> nah. Seemed a safer move. Being out here with all this hetero testosterone. I have to admit, though, it was pretty cool watching you. Sorry, guys, lost. Yeah. So, this is, this is you. This is what it's like to be you. Today? Yeah, guess it is. I'm really glad you're here, man. Yeah. You okay? It's, uh, just kind of overwhelming a little bit. I hear you. Hey, listen, um, I gotta head back, but I wanna see you again. <laughs> Standing right in front of you. I mean, you know what I mean, come on, man, look. Your, your place good? Um, I can meet you right there afterwards. That's, um... I'm just gonna need some time to get back. I took the train here. You'd get to my apartment before I would. Ride with me. Max, are you sure? Yeah, I mean, I could pick you up from the parking lot. You know, in a, in a more private area. I know a spot. Private area? I just mean, I don't want prying eyes all over me. Gotcha. When I'm done in the locker room, I'll text you where to meet me. The season was over. I had given in my all and finally made a name for myself on the team. I mean, as much as I wanted us in the playoffs, by the time I got to the locker room, I realized I did a pretty good job regardless. And I got a phone call. Hello? Hey, son. How are you feeling? I feel okay. Uh, except for the not scoring the touchdown part. The hit wasn't too bad this time. You did well. That's all that matters. I'm happy you're okay. Thank you, Dad. That, uh, means a lot. Now that your season is done, think you have time for us to stop by and visit? Visit? Sure. Of course. 
All right. I'll tell your mom. Talk to you soon. Bye, Dad. That was our first conversation in years that hadn't ended with me feeling frustrated. For that, I was grateful. Felt good. I felt good, which was weird considering we weren't in the playoffs. I thought that would be the worst feeling in the world. I anticipated it. Most of us did. The loss is always harder when you think you've got it in the bag. But at that moment, there wasn't one person in that locker room who couldn't wait to get back on the field come the following season. It made us hungrier. We would be a different team because of this loss. I'd be different. People were already starting to look at me different to know my name, my brand. And then thinking about that, a sinking feeling came out of nowhere. It disappeared just as quickly. And I brushed it to the side. Someone was waiting for me. And I couldn't wait to see him. I drove around to a more empty part of the lot where there wouldn't be a lot of traffic from other people. I told Gerard to walk towards the lot, so by the time I pulled up, he was on his way over there. I stopped and let him into my car. Hey. Hey. I couldn't figure it out then, but Gerard's move was different. He seemed unhappy. So, I did what I always do when someone seemed unhappy. Wait. Gerard. What's wrong? Let's just go. I was so wrapped up in my own head, I didn't see it coming. Gerard was shifting and moody, and that should have clued me in to what was to come. As I kissed him, I knew that something was definitely wrong, and I was just about to find out. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Fruit was created by Issa Rae, executive produced by Issa Rae, Benoni Tego, and Denise Davis. It was recorded and mixed by Charles Stella. Music and sound design by Charles Stella. Production assistance by Sydney Lowe. Fruit was written by Mike Gaio, Theo Maccabeo, and DK Zoku. Starring Roderick Davis, Utopia Essex, and Andrew Allen James. With an ensemble cast played by Tristan Winger, Chris Sosa, and Heather Sims. Fruit is a Stitcher original and a production of Easter Ray Productions and Stitcher. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us a rating or review. It helps other people find the show. Better yet, if you loved it, tell a friend. And don't forget, you can find Season 2 of Fruit and tons of other exclusive content on Stitcher Premium. Just go to www.stitcherpremium.com fruit to get one month free. Next time on Fruit. Gerard was giving me the silent treatment driving home from the game. Something was on his mind, but he wasn't saying what the issue was. I walked him into his apartment, hoping to coax it out of him. He didn't have to walk me in. I don't need an escort. Oh, look. He speaks. Come here. Stop for a sec, man. Back off, man. Why are you acting like this? 
I asked you before if you were sleeping with her. You said no. Were you lying to me? 